Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, April 4th. Write that date down. Tuesday, April 4th, 2023. For the first time in American history, a former president, Donald J. Trump, turned himself into law enforcement and was arraigned on criminal charges in a Manhattan courtroom. The 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, is on his way back to his resort, Mar-a-Lago, down in Palm Beach, Florida, where he will address a ballroom full of supporters to react to this historic day where he was arrested and arraigned on criminal charges. Trump pled not guilty to 34 counts of falsifying business records in the first degree. Those are all felony counts. The grand jury indictment against Trump has been unsealed, and each criminal charge Trump is facing relates to a specific entry among the business records of the Trump organization, according to the indictment. That means each check, each ledger entry, each voucher entry, and on and on. As you know by now, this investigation stemmed from a hush money payment scheme involving porn star Stormy Daniels, who was alleged to have had an affair with Donald Trump and was preparing to go public with it in advance of the 2016 presidential election. Donald Trump has denied the affair and any wrongdoing in this case. Prosecutors alleged that Donald Trump was part of an illegal conspiracy to undermine the integrity of the 2016 election. The reason he committed the crime of falsifying business records was in part to, quote, promote his candidacy, the prosecutor alleged. Here's more from my colleague Paula Reed in New York on the charges. What really stands out to me here in layman's terms is that they're accusing the former president of engaging in a scheme to hide unlawful activity from the public, both before and after the 2016 election. They're alleging that he engaged in what are called catch and kill schemes, where you pay someone for their story and then suppress it to boost his electoral prospects. They say, look, these were falsely labeled as legal expenses and then mischaracterized for tax purposes. So it's interesting that they're trying to elevate this case by tying it directly to the outcome of the 2016 election. But what I don't see in here is any explanation or any new facts that would make it clear to the American public why this is coming out now. Here's more from my colleague Kara Scannell about what took place in that Manhattan courtroom today. When the former president entered the courtroom, you could hear a pin drop. He entered, he scanned each and every row filled with reporters, and he had a bit of a scowl on his face. He walked very slowly to the defense table. Then he didn't speak until the judge asked him to enter a plea on those 34 counts of falsifying business records in the first degree. And the former president said in his voice that we all know, not guilty. In the arraignment, neither side requested for a gag order in this case, and the judge said they were nowhere near the need for that at this time. The judge also told both sides not to incite violence or civil unrest with words or actions. Trump won't be back in court for an in-person hearing for this case until December 4th of this year. Here's Trump attorney Todd Blanche. The indictment itself is is boilerplate. It doesn't allege um, 
any federal crime, any state crime that's been violated. It doesn't allege what the false statement is. Um, and it's really disappointing. It's sad. And we're going to fight it. Here's another of the former president's attorneys, Joe Tacopina, reacting to the indictment and the prosecutor's strategy. Yeah, I was surprised there were no facts in there. A state prosecutor is prosecuting a federal election law violation that doesn't exist according to federal election law officials. It's as simple as that. that you can just sum it all up like that. This is clearly going to be the defining case of this Manhattan district attorney's career. Alvin Bragg held a press conference on this indictment following the arraignment. Donald Trump, executives at the publishing company American Media Incorporated, Mr. Cohen and others agreed in 2015 to a catch and kill scheme. The participant scheme was illegal. The scheme violated New York election law, which makes it a crime to conspire to promote a candidacy by unlawful means. The $130,000 wire payment exceeded the federal campaign contribution cap. And the false statements in AMI's books violated New York law. The world today obviously saw a sober, somber-faced Donald Trump as he entered and exited that courtroom. The still photographs from photographers inside the courtroom showing Trump seated at the defense table between his attorneys with court law enforcement officers, not the Secret Service, directly behind him since he was in custody at the time. Those images will forever be a part of American presidential history now. And just to get into the mindset of Donald Trump, or at least the mindset he wanted to share publicly, as he was heading down to Lower Manhattan for this arraignment today, he posted a truth social on his social media platform. He posted this statement, quote, heading to Lower Manhattan, the courthouse seems so surreal. Wow. They are going to arrest me. Can't believe this is happening in America. MAGA, referring to his Make America Great Again political movement. And despite some reports earlier in the day that Donald Trump was eager to speak to the press gathered at the courthouse, either heading into the courtroom or after the arraignment, that did not happen. Donald Trump has remained silent on today's proceedings. Well, at least until his planned speech tonight at his Mar-a-Lago resort. A source familiar with the speech planning for this evening tells CNN that there was a draft going into today's arraignment hearing, but advisors said that it wasn't expected to be finalized until after the arraignment as Trump was heading back on his plane to Florida. Not only will his political team be part of that final text for the speech, his legal team is going to have eyes on that speech before he delivers it. And there are members of Donald Trump's inner circle who are now worried that this threshold of the first ever indictment of a president, a former president, having occurred, that there may be potentially more indictments to come. Remember, you still have the outstanding investigation in Fulton County down in Atlanta, Georgia. You have the two pieces of the special counsel investigation, the classified documents probe and 
the investigation into Donald Trump's actions in the lead up to and on the day of the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol. Donald Trump is now going to have to live in two different universes at the same time throughout this campaign. He's going to have to argue in the court of public opinion as he and his legal team also prepare to argue in a court of law. And as we noted earlier in the podcast, December 4th is the next in-person hearing date set for Donald Trump in this matter. Think about that. That will be weeks before the Iowa caucuses, the kickoff nominating contest in the 2024 race for the GOP nomination, a race that on this day, at this early juncture, Donald Trump is the frontrunner in. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.